Today on the Matt Wall Show, Congress passes a stimulus bill. It's what we expect from Congress in all the worst ways. Also, five headlines, including another brave celebrity coming out as the opposite sex. And the left attacks Marco Rubio for getting a vaccine before other groups who need it more get it, while ignoring Democrat lawmakers who, of course, are doing exactly the same thing. Plus, our daily cancellation and much more today on the Matt Walsh Show. Well, here's a New Year's resolution that uh, we could all think about. How about supporting companies that have morals? Supporting companies that support us in the culture. And if you want to do that, then I'll give you the first company you should be looking at. Um, sponsor, loyal sponsor of this show, Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company. Look, with Charity Mobile, 5% of your monthly plan price goes to the pro-life, pro-family charity of your choice. The new activations and eligible accounts get a free cell phone also with free activation and free shipping. So you're getting a great service on top of the fact that you're supporting a company that is doing uh, this work for the pro-life movement. Also, there's no contracts. There's no termination fees. You got no risk with a 30-day guarantee. So the the fact is they're, they're not trying to you know, get you sucked into to, to something where you can't get out of it. Uh, not try to trap you with anything. This is this is an honest company, and that's why they're helping to build a culture of life in America. You also get live customer save service based in the USA. Uh, you can you have the ability to block the use of cellular data, Pixar messages, text messages on any or all of your lines. That's going to give you extra security. It's also going to help you, you know, maybe. Um, uh, protect your kids if they have if they have cell phones as well. You get a free app to monitor your usage, to pay your bill, and much more. You can turn everyday living into effortless giving um, with by giving to the charity of your choice with Charity Mobile. Nationwide service on America's largest and most reliable 4G LTE network as well. If you want all of this, what you got to do is call 1-877-474-3662 or chat with them online at charitymobile.com. Well, if, uh, if one thing has become clear during the course of this pandemic, it's that our leaders simply don't care at all about the well-being and welfare of the people they're supposed to represent and lead. And it's not that they hate us. You hear that a lot. Though. Oh, they, they hate us. No, hatred would, would require a passion that they don't possess. It would mean that they care if in the wrong way. What we get from Washington instead is much more banal, much emptier, worse even. What we get is disregard, indifference, neglect. And this is, put it mildly, not the attitude you want from your lawmakers at any time, and especially not at a time like this. It was easy to predict this, you know, in hindsight or even in foresight. Um, If you have a group of people in charge who don't really care what happens to you or your family and also don't really care about the law, then a pandemic hits, what are they likely to do? They're not just going to leave you to your own devices, which would have certainly been preferable, but they are... You know, they're, they aren't going to do that because they want to appear like they're doing something. Also, they realize that they're being presented with a profound opportunity to seize more power and influence. So instead, they shut everything down, tell you to stay home, tell your children to skip school for a year, tell you not to visit your elderly parents or let your children see their friends, and then pat themselves on the back when the numbers go down. When the numbers go up, as they have, they will just blame you for not listening to their instructions. No concern for your overall health and well-being, no concern for your quality of life, no concern for your life at all, no concern for your child's education, none of that. You're just a number, a statistic. What do they care how a statistic feels? Why should they care about a number's suffering? This dynamic was thrown into sharp relief this week with the stimulus bill that Congress came up with in a compromise. Now, you always know you're in trouble whenever there's a bipartisan compromise 
People always love bipartisan compromises. I don't. It's bad enough when one party has a bad idea, but when they both agree on a bad idea, it has to be especially horrendous. And it is. The bill, 5,000 pages long, totaling almost a trillion dollars in spending, would, among other things, many, many other things, which we'll get to in a minute, provide $600 checks to some Americans. Now, some lawmakers have objected to this portion, including Rand Paul, who uh, should be commended at least for objecting at all, but his objection might miss the point a little bit. Listen. Why stop at $600 a person? Why not $1,000? Why not $2,000? Maybe these new free money Republicans should join the Everybody Gets a Guaranteed Income Caucus. Why not 20000 a year for everybody? Why not 30000 If we can print up money with impunity, why not do it? The Treasury can just keep printing the money. That is, until someone points out that the emperor has no clothes and that the dollar no longer has value. To so-called conservatives who are quick to identify the socialism of Democrats, if you vote for this spending monstrosity, you are no better. When you vote to pass out free money, you lose your soul and you abandon forever any semblance of moral or fiscal integrity. Now, I agree that the government spends too much and is spending too much in this bill, as always. It's a trillion dollars. Absurd. Um, but when it comes to the direct payments to individuals, there are two ways of looking at it. One is that the federal government shouldn't be giving anything to anybody in this case. The states are the ones that have imposed these lockdowns. Why should a taxpayer in, say, North Dakota have to bail out a small business owner in New York? Shouldn't New York do that? It's New York's fault. This line of thinking would lead to Congress spending zero dollars on direct payments. The other line of thinking is that the federal government is also also responsible for pushing the lockdowns, especially through mouthpieces like Fauci and Burks. And besides, as this line of thinking would go, whoever is to blame, the fact is that millions of Americans are in dire straits through no fault of their own. It was public policy on whatever level that brought us here. We pay Congress to help solve problems like this. Now they need to do their jobs. But that's going to require a lot more than $600 for the people who need it. Now, place the blame wherever you want. The fact is that the government has shut down entire industries, prevented millions of people from going to work, bankrupted businesses, thrown families into financial ruin and destitution. The government did this. If the government tells you that you aren't allowed to go to work or that as a business owner, you aren't allowed to serve customers or you can only serve, you know, 30 percent of, 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 of your customers, the government is taking from you and it owes you restitution, compensation. This isn't welfare. This isn't the normal sugar daddy routine from the government. This is about Americans getting what they're actually owed, actually entitled to, an entitlement in the true sense of the word. The whole problem with, with what we normally call entitlements is precisely that the people getting them are not entitled to them. In this case, they are. But the problem is that $600 is an insult. It's a slap in the face. It's worse than nothing. It's the equivalent of, on a smaller scale, you know, when I was delivering pizzas as a teenager, and uh, one time the customer was, was mad that his order was late. Not my fault, by the way. So he paid his bill and then pulled out a nickel to hand it to me as a tip. He meant it as an insult. And if it was like 50 cents, at least, maybe I would have taken it. But even I won't lower myself for a nickel. This is like that. You know, they're, they're tossing a nickel at the people that they have bankrupted. $600 may as well be a nickel if you just lost your business or about to lose your house, can't afford food. And so on. If you have, say, $4,000 of necessary monthly spending, including mortgage and food and utilities and all that, car payment, 
whatever, 600 bucks isn't better than nothing. It is nothing. It gets you nowhere. It does nothing for you. And it gets worse. The bill also includes all sorts of goodies put in there by various politicians for the sake of their special interests. Tom Elliott with uh, Grabian Media has a good thread on this. Let me read some of what he found in this bill. Um, And this doesn't even begin to cover it as the thing is, again, 5,000 pages long. There is no good reason for a piece of legislation to be 5,000 pages long or even 100 pages or even 50 pages. All of those extra pages give you stuff like this, as Elliott documents, quoting from his thread, says the COVID relief bill lays groundwork for a climate security advisory council. The COVID relief bill also includes $10 million for gender programs in Pakistan. Not exactly sure what that even is. The COVID relief bill sets aside funds to investigate the 1908 Springfield race riot. Uh, The bill includes a lengthy subsection titled the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Act of 2020. The bill creates a committee regulating performance-enhancing drugs in horse racing. The bill outlays funds to address gender inequality among statues. I'm not sure that's, I think we need to read closer into that one, but this is, this is just what he's, what he's come up with. The COVID relief bill includes funds for a museum that will offer programming, education, exhibitions on the life, art, history, and culture of women. Uh, the COVID relief bill includes $1.5 million for the Appropriations Committee's Office of Diversity and Inclusion, as well as lots of money for receptions. And we could go on listing things. Again, 5,000 pages. That's three copies of War and Peace stacked on top of each other and somehow even more boring to read, I'm sure. This is what we get. Our elected leaders playing games, attending to their special interests, while millions of Americans plunge into destitution. This should make us all... There's a lot of cheap outrage out there every day over dumb things. This is, uh, this is real. This is something that is really outrageous, that is really worthy of our, of our outrage. I see people online. I don't know how many, I don't know if I can trust them or not. Uh, you know, I, I think people are probably exaggerating, but around this time you see people, you know, posting their, their reading list for the year. Oh, look, I, I read 75 books this year, bragging about it. Uh, I don't know if I can trust that or not, but what, what I can tell you, for me, I, I did not read all the books I wanted to read this year. Uh, my reading list is not that extensive at all because it's just been a busy year and you don't always have time to read the books you want. Um, and uh, that's unfortunate because there's a lot of information, a lot of knowledge out there in all these books. And uh, even if you have all the time in the world, you still will never be able to get to, to you know, to, to even, even, even crack the surface of all the knowledge that is there. And that's why Thinker is such a great company. Um, Thinker, one of our latest sponsors, You know, in a fast-paced world, it's tough to make reading a priority. At least it used to be at thinker.org. They summarize the key ideas from new and noteworthy nonfiction, giving you access to an entire library of great books in bite-sized form. You can read or or even listen to hundreds of titles in a matter of minutes. Old classics like Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. They've got recent bestsellers like Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life and lots of books in between. Thinker offers a large variety of titles across many categories. If you're looking for politics, current affairs, uh, business, education, history, relationships, whatever you're looking for in the nonfiction category, they've got it. And it's an opportunity to learn from all of these great thinkers, um, even if you don't have the time to sit down and read all these books. If you want to challenge your preconceptions, expand your horizons and become a better thinker, go to thinker.org. That's T-H-I-N-K-R.org to start a free trial and download the app today. Let them know you heard about them on The Matt Walsh Show. That's thinker.org. Now let's get to our five headlines. 
Okay, so uh, just saw this. Anthony Fauci was on CNN this morning. And a reading article in The Hill says Anthony Fauci said Monday that he would uh, not recommend suspending flights from the UK over a more infectious coronavirus strain detected in southern England. The U.S. should, Fauci said, without a doubt, keep an eye on it, but we don't want to overreact. Follow it carefully, but don't overreact to it. Now, this is, a they're saying, a new strain of, of covid which is at least they think uh, quite a bit more contagious than the other than than the, the other strain. Um, and Fauci's saying, "Well, we don't want to we don't want to shut down travel. Let's not overreact." Now, here, here's the thing: I, I agree with not overreacting, and that's advice that I wish Fauci had been taking. I, I wish he would take his own advice and had been taking over the last seven months. Yeah, we shouldn't overreact. But it seems to me we, we should be here. Here's here's. Fauci's approach and the approach of, of, of many of our health experts and people in charge has been, they're, they're very reluctant to shut down foreign travel, but not reluctant to shut down American businesses. Call me crazy. I think it should be the exact opposite. We should be extremely reluctant to shut down American businesses to the point of we don't do it at all. But as far as shutting down foreign travel, I don't think we should be reluctant to do that at all. Even if there isn't a pandemic. If there's any concern, if there's something going on overseas that you want to contain, shut down foreign travel. Sure. I don't think there should be very much reluctance at all in that, in that, uh, in that realm, especially now. So if you're telling us that there's a vastly more contagious strain of coronavirus and it's in the UK right now, and as far as we know, it hasn't made it here yet, shut down travel. Why wouldn't you do that? Shut it down so that we don't end up shutting down businesses again or more businesses. We know how that this is exactly how it played out back in March. We have seen this movie before. Guys like Fauci say, "Oh, we don't want to shut down travel and uh, when when President Trump started shutting down travel, you had Democrats complaining about it, c- accusing him of xenophobia." And then a few weeks later, it's here and everyone's saying, "Why do you do anything to stop it?" I just, I get a very bad feeling with stories like this because I feel like we've, we've, we've seen this movie. I feel like it's just repeating again. I am not at all um, a, uh, uh, someone who's propagating panic over, over COVID. But if, if they're telling us the strain is there in the UK, why not just shut down the travel? I don't see why we don't just shut it down. Um, next, Nancy Pelosi on the floor of the House yesterday, claimed once again that her opponents are the ones who uh, deny science. Let's, let's listen to this. We didn't do it. We couldn't pass legislation until now because the administration simply did not believe in testing, tracing, treatment, wearing masks, sanitation, separation, and the rest, scientific approach. It had come clear to us now that they believed in herd immunity, quackery springing right from the Oval Office and not denied sufficiently by some of the uh, CDC and the rest. So now we have a vaccine and that gives us hope. A vaccine that is springs from science. People say around here sometimes, I'm faith-oriented, so I don't believe in science. 
And I said, well, you can do both. Science is an answer to our prayers. And our prayers have been answered with a vaccine. And in this legislation, we had provision uh, for it to be developed, purchased, and distributed in a way, again, that is fair and equitable and free. People say around here sometimes, I'm faith-oriented, so I don't believe in science. Just a quick fact check on that. Nobody has ever said that. That's, I guarantee you, nobody has ever said that to, uh, to Nancy Pelosi. I'm faith-oriented, so I don't believe in science. First of all, I don't think anyone who is faith-oriented would call themselves faith-oriented. Eh, more faith-oriented. I don't believe in that science. Get that science out of here, that black magic. This, this is what people like Nancy Pelosi, this is, this is what they think of their opponents. This is the cartoon that they have in their heads when they think about the people on, on the other side of the ideological divide. But, uh, but no, that is, that is not something that anyone has actually said to her. And of course, as I have documented many times, if we really want to get into who is denying science, then you know, I personally think we have to look at the people who would say that an unborn baby in the womb is not a human uh, we have to look at the people who would say that, you know, a man can get pregnant. I mean, that is where I think the real science denial comes in. It's so important to always be ready to protect yourself and your family, especially if you have a family. Um, you want to have the ability, whatever happens, to protect them. And that's why I'm so excited about one of our newest sponsors on the show to close out the year, Taser. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or your purse. Um, they're also powerful though, powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, giving you time to escape safety. And, uh, and, uh, and this, is, this is also great. It also sends you know, a signal so that emergency dispatch can, uh, can get the GPS of your location and, um, and they're gonna have law enforcement there as well. They also have laser assisted targeting. You can protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart self-defense products. Uh, I, this, is, this is one of those sponsors when they told me about it. My first question was, are we gonna get, are we gonna get the product? I wanna be able to, you know, I, I, wanna, I wanna really be able to give the endorsement on this. And um, I was very excited to learn that we will. Well, we're gonna be getting a, a Taser ourselves and I think that'll be coming in the next few weeks. If you wanna get one, Taser is available without a permit in most US states. So you don't have to deal with a lot of the red tape that you do uh, with, with, with other, you know, um, self-defense measures. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code Walsh. You can save 15% now at taser.com, promo code Walsh, spelled T-A-S-E-R.com, promo code Walsh. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, next here, number three, here is Anna Navarro on CNN uh, taking Marco Rubio to task for getting a vaccine, but there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect here. Listen. I don't think they should include uh, the senators, period. Particularly, listen, there's something that really gets stuck, I think, in my craw and other people's craw, at the idea that people who have been enabling Donald Trump downplaying the COVID virus, calling it a hoax, 
who have attended, spoken at, encouraged, promoted, and participated in so many of his reckless rallies where people have been packed like sardines and have spoken at these rallies knowing people are there maskless, who have attended super spreader events at the White House, like we've seen, you know, so many people get infected with COVID at them. And then, and then, after they've been selfish, after they've been reckless, after they've been servile to Donald Trump, then they get to jump the line and go in front of people who are in nursing homes and go in front of people who've been risking their lives for 10 months to keep others safe, like medical workers. They get to go in front of people who are on dialysis and who are on chemo. Give me a damn break. Yeah, it it's it sounds like what she's talking about here is a political, basically a political test to decide who gets the vaccine. Because she's not she's now it, it's one thing if you're saying, well, the lawmakers shouldn't be putting themselves in front of the line to get the vaccine. I agree with that, except that the first person who you should be blaming for that or yelling at is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because she's the youngest. And she went and got the vaccine yesterday and had it on Instagram. But that's not exactly what Anna Navarro is talking about here on CNN. What she's saying is, she starts by saying, oh, well, you know, the senators and he's a, he's a lawmaker and he should. But then she gets into, uh, he, he's servile to Donald Trump. You know, he's, he's going to rallies. So the fact that he's, quote unquote, servile to Donald Trump, that's the reason he shouldn't be allowed to get the vaccine. Because he hasn't passed the political litmus test. That's what she's proposing here, a political litmus test. People who have the right political views, they should be allowed to get vaccinated. Pretty horrifying, but it's what we come to expect from uh, from CNN. All right, reading from the Daily Wire, actor Eddie Izzard uh, appearing on Sky Art's Portrait Artist of the Year, which is a competition series where artists are challenged to create a portrait of three famous subjects. Uh, it came out as a as a uh, as a girl, but it was. It was Kind of interesting how he did it. I think we have the audio. It's, the audio is a little bit hard to understand. Not the best audio quality, but let's uh, let's listen to this. Eddie, you told us a little bit about why you've done this. Can you elaborate? Well, I try to do things that I think are interesting. And this is the first program I've asked if I could be she and her. This little transition really? period. How does that feel? Well, it feels great because people assume that, oh, well, they've just known me from before. But I'm gender fluid. I just want to be based in girl mode from now on. Well, if it feels right, it's so really positive. And I'm saying life is the stuff. So you just keep trying everything. One life, live it well. Exactly. Okay, so Eddie Izzard, he says um, he tries to do things that are interesting. And so he's, deci- he's, he's still gender fluid. Whatever the hell that means. He's still gender fluid, um, but he wants to be based in girl mode now uh, because that's interesting. The first thing here is that none of that means anything. Based in girl mode. Well, I'm in, I'm in girl mode. What does that mean? But he wants to do it because it's, it's interesting. It's just sort of a, it's, it's an interesting thing to do. And this plays into, this uh, I, I think highlights two points that I often make about this. The first thing is, okay, Eddie Izzard is wearing girl clothes and he puts on lipstick and then says, I'm in girl mode now. I'm on, I, you know, I, I wear lipstick and now I'm in girl mode. And when you do that and when the left celebrates it, 
they are only perpetuating and promoting the very uh, gender you know, paradigm that they're supposedly trying to dismantle. Because what is wearing lipstick and wearing girl clothes, what does it have to do with being a girl? They would say it has absolutely nothing to do with it. So now you, you wear lipstick and you're in girl, wearing lipstick puts you in girl mode? That's supposed to be the, that's supposed to be exactly the paradigm, the dynamic um, that they're wanting to get rid of. And a lot of this transgenderism stuff only promotes it, solidifies it. As I talk about all the time, you know, it's, 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 uh, for, we were, we were always told that, well, there's nothing in particular feminine about wearing a dress. Just because you wear a dress doesn't mean you're feminine. These are all artificial constructs. There's, there, there's, there's no reality to them. And now they tell us a boy puts on a dress and he is a girl. If a boy wants to wear a dress, that's a sign that he actually, not just that he, that he, that he's girly, but that he is a girl. Okay. So you're, you are reinforcing that, um, that dynamic that you were supposedly trying to destroy. So that's the first thing. But then also you see, this is just narcissism. That's all this is. It's not, it's not that hard to decipher. This is narcissism. This is someone who's extremely full of himself. And, uh, and he, wa- he wants to be interesting. He wants to be more interesting than just the normal plebes who are happy to stick with normal pronouns and to just be a, a man or a woman. No, I'm, I'm more interesting than that. I'm, I'm a much more complex individual. So I think it'd, it'd be interesting for me to identify as gender fluid. That's what we're being told there. I want to take a second to tell you about one of our uh, sponsors on the show, Nutrafol. Uh, listen, with, with Nutrafol... They are providing you a solution to a problem that many people suffer with, uh, but you don't have to suffer with. There is a solution to it, and that's hair loss. Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow hair as strong as you are, and it's physician formulated to be 100% drug-free. On top of that, on top of thicker, stronger hair without laser chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress, uh, stress response, skin, nails, libido. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back into your hands. It takes just a few minutes to do. And when you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. Shipping is free and you can pause or cancel anytime. Does it work? That's the big question here. Yes. In clinical studies, Nutrafol uses users saw thicker, stronger hair growth with, with less shedding in three to six months. Um... In these, in these clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Those with the studies say, whether you're experiencing thinning or not, you deserve hair as strong as you are. Nutrafol can help you achieve your best hair growth instantly. Uh, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code Walsh to get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere. You want to take advantage of this, plus free shipping on every order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com, promo code Walsh. Their best offer anywhere, 20% off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Walsh, for hair as strong as you are. Finally, from NBC 12, Governor Ralph Northam announced that Virginia's statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee was removed from the U.S. Capitol overnight. A representative from the governor's office was present for the removal along with United States Senator Tim Kaine and Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton. 
For 111 years, the Confederate statue has stood along with America's first president, George Washington, as Virginia's contributions. Uh, Governor Northam said, we should all be proud of this important step forward for our Commonwealth and our country. The Confederacy is a symbol of Virginia's racist and divisive history, and it is past time we tell our story with images of perseverance, diversity, and inclusion. Uh, let me just say that, first of all, any civilization that puts forward diversity and inclusion as its highest virtues will die. You cannot base a civilization on that because those are not virtues at all. Diversity and inclusion are not virtues. Dignity, courage, selflessness, these are virtues. And these are the things that we should be hailing. These are the things we should be celebrating. And uh, men and women who exemplify those virtues, those are the ones who deserve to have statues. I would say Robert E. Lee. One thing I can tell you for sure about Robert E. Lee, a lot more impressive and a lot more of a, a, a consequential of a man than Ralph Northam. And I would also say a better, if, if I was a Virginian, I, I would rather, I would say Robert E. Lee is a better representative of Virginia than Ralph Northam. Ralph Northam, who, remember, um, the man who smeared shoe polish on his face to dance around like Michael Jackson, the man who, much much worse even than that, uh, came out and talked about legalizing the abortion of, of, of babies after birth. Now, he's worried now that Robert E. Lee is a problematic figure for Virginia, so we've got to get rid of him. Listen, um, when this was announced yesterday, of course, you know, as always, you know, the, the left celebrates it and says it's a, it's a great step forward and everything, and, and we expect that. But as always, you, know, you see conservatives who come out and defend it as well and say, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't like tearing down statues in general, and, and you know, I don't think that we should be taking Abraham Lincoln's name off of schools, as has happened, and Thomas Jefferson. I, I'm not into that, but, uh, but this I'm okay with. I, I think this is reasonable. This is fine. 111-year-old statue, it's been there. Ralph Northam decides he doesn't like it. And so he's going to take it down. I'm fine with that. Just realize, if you're a conservative and you're supporting this, you, 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 are, you are supporting the exact same logic that leads to and is right now, right now, as, as we're watching, th th this is happening hand-in-hand hand with Abraham Lincoln's name comes off the school. You're supporting that same logic. The same thing is applied to Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson was a racist, slave owner. He was. No way around that. So if that's the reason for taking Robert E. Lee's statue down, then it's going to be applied to, to Thomas Jefferson. This really isn't that difficult to understand. Which is why, as conservatives... We should be opposed to all of this. Tearing down statues, tearing down statues in the name of diversity and inclusion. We should never, ever support that under any circumstance. I don't care who the statue is portraying. This is something I, we really shouldn't even need to explain. One of the problems that we have as men is we don't like going to the doctor. Uh, maybe we're embarrassed to go. We don't feel like going. We come up with a lot of excuses for not going to the doctor. Well, here's a solution to that. 4hims.com. 
4hims.com. 4hims.com is all about men's wellness. You need help with ED, hair loss, or have a cold, whatever it is. If you're interested in mental health or COVID-19 home tests, Hims is there for you. Through Hims, you can get uh, the prescription medication that treats ED. This is real science, real solutions to ED. Hims makes it easy. Hims connects you with a licensed medical professional online who can provide FDA-approved prescription medication to treat ED. This would cost hundreds of bucks if you had to go through a doctor or pharmacy. Not so with Hims. Hims makes it simple and affordable. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online online about your medical history and a provider will confidentially review it. If approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging and also shipping is free. So there's a lot of benefits you get. No more searching online for answers to questions about ED or sexual wellness. Just go to your Hims account and ask a medical professional that you can trust. So try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash Matt for your free visit. That's forhims.com slash Matt, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash Matt. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash Matt. Also, um, Daily Wire is excited to announce that the historical docuseries Apollo 11, What We Saw, is now available exclusively for Daily Wire members. You don't want to miss this. Originally released as an audio podcast for Apple and Spotify, What We Saw takes a detailed look at the Apollo 11 mission to land a man on the moon. It was the culmination of a heated, decades-long space race between Cold War rivals, the United States and Soviet Union. And the podcast explores one of America's greatest accomplishments through the eyes of millions of Americans who lived through it. Now, Apollo 11, what we saw is available to watch as well as listen over at dailywire.com or on Apple TV or Roku app. Uh, I did an interview with series writer and host Bill Whittle while filling in for Ben's radio show. You could take a quick listen to that right now. Uh, Bill, thanks for being with us. It's good to be here, Matt. I'm sorry we haven't had a chance to meet in person, but you do great work out there. I appreciate it. Thanks, and and uh, and congratulations on the series. I thought it was great. To, great listening to it. It's even better when you get when you get the full visual experience. Can you can you talk about maybe some of the things that surprised you as you were researching and preparing for this series? Obviously, it's a famous story, one that everyone feels like they already know. But uh, as a viewer and listener, there's so much that you get from a series like this that maybe you'd forgotten or you didn't know. Did you have any sort uh-huh. of any sort of wow moments when you were uh, getting ready for this? Well, I've got I've had like two different kinds of wow moments. There were a number of times during the course of I knew this story really well when we started, but as I started to drill down deeper into it, there was just every you know every hour of research or stuff. I just I didn't know that. Uh, the one that stays in my mind just off the top of my head was that um, on Apollo 13 and 14, uh, Alan Shepard was supposed to be commanding Apollo 13, and Jim Lovell was supposed to be commanding Apollo 14, but Shepard. Uh, was getting a little late into his training, so Lovell and Shepard agreed to switch, uh, which meant that Jim Lovell went on Apollo 13, which was, of course, the one that um, had the explosion on the way to the moon. So if they hadn't done that switch, uh, Lovell would have walked on the moon. He was there uh, twice. Uh, and those are the little things I didn't know. But but to be honest with you, uh, Matt, the, the real um, payoff for me has been the, just the number of people that I've heard from uh, – who've said, I used to believe in the moon landing conspiracy, and now I just, it just, I just don't. It just doesn't hold any water anymore. One thing that concerns me, maybe depresses me, is that you know, it seems your, your generation was the last to have this great defining moment 
um, a moment of triumph. And I, I think about my generation. We have defining moments, but they're all terrible. 9-11 would be one. <laughs> we're, we're living through another one right now. Uh, what do you think yeah. about that? Do, do you think that's, that's true, that, that maybe that was the last sort of great triumphant moment where the whole world could come together and, and, and celebrate in that way? Well, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, certainly, like you looking around at, um, at what we see going on now, uh, sometimes I think that July 20th, 1969 was the, is going to be recorded as the, that was the pinnacle of human history. That was as, as good as it got. But then I saw the SpaceX boosters landing, and I saw, and I continue to see what Elon Musk is doing. And, and Elon Musk, I think, is going to be able to pull this off only because, only because Elon Musk owns that company and does whatever he wants with it. Uh, all the initial, the early uh, pioneers of aviation, the guys like Lockheed and Boeing and, 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 and Cessna, Lear, all of these guys were individuals that ran their companies the way they wanted them to. And since the Apollo landings, uh, companies like Boeing and Lockheed have become these enormous bureaucracies, and they can't do anything right, man. They can't. Their their vehicles don't work. They they've already decided that one of the vehicles that they've been working on for twelve years now or something, they couldn't get the primary system to work. So they're going to fly with band aids and backups. Meanwhile, Elon Musk is out there with a with a with a barge called, of course, I still love you, and and when he when he let go of that Tesla Roadster, and they started playing David Bowie and Don't Panic from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was on the navigation screen. I said this guy's going to pull it off because he understands. The, the fundamental thing about it is that it needs to be new, it needs to be shocking, it needs to be cool, and it needs to be fun, something to be proud of. And if this upcoming uh, so-called administration, if, uh, I don't even want to call it that, but in any event, um, if they leave him alone, he's going to get us to Mars for sure. So this series is just one piece of all the new content that we have coming down the pipeline, including a new show with Candace Owens, the entire PragerU library, a new entertainment channel, a new investigative journalism team, tons of stuff coming up, and you don't want to miss any of it going into the new year. Become a Daily Wire insider or above member for 20% off with code WATCH over at dailywire.com slash subscribe, and make sure to download our Apple TV or Roku app to get all of our content on your big screen, including our podcasts and special live streams. That's dailywire.com slash subscribe to get 20% off your membership with code watch and access to all of our new and existing content. Let's get now to our daily cancellation. Today for our daily cancellation on this uh, final show of the year, 2020, for me anyway, I'm going to potentially maybe cancel myself. It would be a fittingly tragic way to end the year. Um, there may even be some poetic justice in it for me to fall in the end on my own cancellation sword. But I'm not sure yet if I'm canceled. I figure what, what, I, what I would do today is go back and do sort of a year in review of my own show based on Media Matters hit pieces. So I went to Google, looked up the articles that, that have appeared on Media Matters website about things that I've said on this show over the past year. Uh, these are, we can assume, the most offensive and outrageous and objectionable things I've said. The things that earned me a, a patented Media Matters rebuke. So now I'm going to go over them, review these offensive comments, and decide if I should be canceled for my sins. So I, I hope, first of all, that you appreciate the great bravery that's required for me to expose myself to you in this way. Not in a Jeffrey Tubin sort of way, but in, in a spiritual sense. This is accountability and transparency. And perhaps in the end, repentance. So let's take a look. Um, these won't be exactly in chronological order, and we can't go through all the articles, as there are quite a few on Media Matters about the Daily Wire and about all the hosts, including myself. But let's review the top three, okay? 
And we'll, we'll see if I, if I need to apologize and be, and be canceled at the end of the year here. First, we have a, a Media Matters article from March 3rd, 2020. Headline, Daily Wire host calls for extreme measures, including violence against drag queens. And then I'm quoted in the subheading, uh, quote, real men should be grabbing that drag queen by the collar and kicking him out on his ass. The article says the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles called for drastic measures to prevent drag queens from being around children, with Walsh explicitly calling for violence against them by saying real men should kick a drag queen out on his ass and call the police. <laughs> Walsh also said that the adults in a room in which a drag queen danced in front of a child should be going to prison. And Knowles called on the arm of the state to stop this. The Daily Wire's official YouTube account uploaded video of Matt Walsh's extreme comments made during the Matt Walsh Show podcast, which has received more than 31,000 views. The video cuts off before Walsh's explicit calls for violence, but includes his claim that the adults should be arrested for letting a drag queen perform in front of a child. Okay. Am I canceled for this? Verdict. No, I'm not. In fact, I was quite profoundly correct in everything I just said. And everything I said that was documented there, drag queen story hour should be illegal and men should not be allowed to perform in drag for children. This is basic common sense. The kind of thing that people would have stared at you in confusion if you had said it out loud at any point in history up until like last Tuesday. They wouldn't have understand, understood why you felt the need to actually say out loud that drag queens shouldn't be performing for children at the library. So I can't be canceled for this. Though I can't speak for Knowles, nor can I defend his shameful bigotry. Second, article from February 25th, headline, Daily Wire's Matt Walsh melts down about pedophilia because Pete Buttigieg helped the kid come out. Well, you wouldn't want to melt down about pedophilia, apparently. And then I'm quoted, quote, creepy Pete and other forces of evil will eventually be arguing in favor of legalizing pedophilia. The article says, after openly gay presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg helped the child come out as gay, the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh freaked out that progressives will legalize pedophilia, claiming, quote, I can predict that nearly every leftist who today is arguing that three-year-olds can choose their gender will eventually be arguing in favor of legalizing pedophilia. On February 22nd, a nine-year-old asked Buttigieg to uh, help me tell the world I'm gay. At a campaign rally, Walsh responded by calling him Creepy Pete, going on a rant about child sex and pedophilia and claiming Buttigieg was exploiting a child's emotional confusion. Walsh has claimed that LGBTQ allies will eventually be advocating for pedophilia as patently false and part of a right-wing smear that often targets drag queens and trans youth. All right, verdict. Not canceled. Unfortunately, it turns out that I'm once again completely correct. It is, it is uh, not Pete Buttigieg's job to help a kid come out of the closet. And the sexualization of children happening on the left does put us on a slippery slope to the normalization of pedophilia. Absolutely. Third, finally, from October 7th, headline, Daily Wire host says it's treasonous for stupid people to vote. Here they present just the video clip, which I guess is supposed to be so horrifying that it speaks for itself. We don't need to play the video clip. The, clip, the, the quote is accurate. You know, there's, there doesn't need to be any more context than that. I did argue that stupid people should be legally prevented from voting. Uh, and I did say that a stupid person who chooses to vote is doing such harm to the country that you could almost consider it treason. Verdict on this. Um, I got to say, not canceled. If anything, I should get a medal for being so right about everything you just heard there. And that's the main thing that I, I think when I look back on these moments uh, that Media Matters has highlighted, I'm frankly stunned and inspired by my own rightness. Um, I'm in awe of the fact that I have managed to be so correct so often. 
you know, I, I really did intend to acknowledge and make amends for the wrongs I'd committed and, uh, and to take, take my cancellation like a man. But it turns out I'm not eligible to be canceled this year. I have canceled my wife multiple times, my kids, dogs, cats, birthdays, Christmas trees, Biden, Trump, phone calls, hallways, Canada, Australia, a hundred other, th- other things, but I cannot join them in their cancellation. Not this year anyway. Maybe next. And so to all of you who also survived the year without being canceled, all five or six of you, congratulations. We are the few, the chosen, the survivors. And to you and myself, I say congratulations and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. To the rest of you, I say, how dare you? Do better. Do better next year. And we'll leave it there for the day and the year. I'll talk to you in 2021. Godspeed. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review. Also tell your friends to subscribe as well. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including the Ben Shapiro Show, the Michael Knowles Show, and the Andrew Clavin Show. Thanks for listening. The Matt Walsh Show is produced by Sean Hampton, executive producer Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producers are Mathis Glover and Robert Sterling. Our technical director is Austin Stevens. Production manager, Pavel Vodowski. The show is edited by Danny D'Amico. Our audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is done by Nika Geneva. And production assistant, McKenna Waters. The Matt Wall Show is a Daily Wire production, copyright Daily Wire 2020. Congress passes an insulting relief bill. A prominent commentator suggests Republicans should not receive the vaccine. And Eddie Izzard becomes a chick. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show.